Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Decision Hour. I am your host, Adam Bird, and uh, I'm excited because New Year, and uh, this is the second episode of the New Year, and I got a friend of mine, somebody who I recently met, um, was on his podcast that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. He's one of those people where, like, you know, when when somebody crosses your path, you know that someone's special, and you know you're going to keep them in your Rolodex, and you're and it's it's going to be super close. You might do a few things here or there. You could just call the person up just to chit chat. They'll listen. They'll give advice, and and this guy here is is become one of those people in my life very quickly. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on my friend Jason Skisik. Jason, how are you? Oh, Adam, thank you so much, brother. You honor me with that that introduction. I appreciate it. Uh, and certainly I agree, man. You're on my wall. I have a uh, a network all-stars wall that I have written down on, in front of me right now. And your name's up there because uh, I, I agree. I think uh, in a world full of inauthenticity, it's pretty easy these days uh, to identify when somebody's not full of it. Yeah. And you, sir, are not full well, of it. So I, I, I am honored to be I, to be counted as one of your friends. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. you. you I, I love what you're doing. And I want to dive right into it, man. Um, your podcast host, your father. You know what? Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so Jason Skisik, uh, I live here in the um, Indiana Dunes National Park right outside the back door here. Um, and so we live in this quirky little beach community in the middle of Indiana, which is kind of weird. Uh, it was recently described as Redneck Malibu, uh, which I like. Um, but, I love um, it. I love it. Yeah, man. I, um, I'm a veteran like you. Um, spent four years in the Army as a network engineer and um, digging holes and pulling cable. Uh, and then I got out of that. Uh, and I did two things, Adam. I went to school for finance uh, in Chicago uh, to take over the world as a captain of industry. And certainly that never took place. Uh, but I also started a, a dusty CrossFit gym on the fourth floor of an of a old warehouse in Chicago. Um, and over the course of time, that grew and grew uh, with, with two great brothers and partners. Um, and um, eventually I decided to make the jump to be full-time entrepreneur yeah. uh, and really, really just super proud of the, the community and the tribe that we built at uh, Bucktown CrossFit, which is still going to this day. Um, and then at a certain point, uh, had had so much success being mentored by other folks as an entrepreneur um, that I was, you know, I, I took on the task of trying to mentor other entrepreneurs um, and help them to find similar success in building tribes and building businesses uh, for themselves. Um, and have loved that so much that now that's what I do full time. Uh, so I have a podcast. Go ahead. Yeah. How long have you been do been doing that since you made that transition from the gym to coaching entrepreneurs? Because you do a lot of that right now. That's that's your full time thing. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So um, it was it was probably late 2017, early 2018. So almost five years. Yeah. Um, we started uh, started by being asked to be a part time coach just to help other folks to implement the systems to to get into the mindset that we had adopted. Um, you know, when we were part of that organization, which was Jim Launch, by the way. Shout out to Alex Hormozzi. He's he's doing great work out there. Um, and uh, so we were tapped on the shoulder to to be one of their part-time coaches. I'm nobody's employee. Uh, and then, uh, at a certain point, you know, that, that, into that, that company was growing so quickly, they had to focus on having only full-time coaches. And like I said, I'm nobody's employee. So respectfully, I declined that, uh, and, and moved on to doing my own thing, uh, you know, and, um, 
just fell in love with it, man. I've never gotten off of a phone call with an entrepreneur and had less energy than when I got on. Um, in the same way that I've never coached a CrossFit class and regretted it either. You know, right. I just get so much energy from, from helping other folks and watching them grow and develop. And, uh, I think of myself as sort of like a shepherd. I like to see people get where they're trying to go. So, um, and so that's, that's what I do now full time. And it seems like the more I do it, the more energy I get, uh, and, um, just, just love it. A lot of things are coming to my mind right now. Um, as a coach, I want to start here. As as a coach, is there something that you look for before you take on a business uh, owner? Before you yeah. coach them, is there like? And, and I guess it's a two part question. Jason is like, this is what as a coach I'm looking for. This, and I mm-hmm. certainly don't want this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a week ago, this answer would have been different, but I actually redefined it a little bit on Saturday. So I'll start with what I would have said. And okay. I, I stand by it. I typically say that I help magicians and that's folks who have magic between their ears, who've run through brick walls, who've worn all the different hats and they just can't quite get to the next level. And those folks need to be helped, not by speeding up or adding, but by taking a moment, taking a break and actually codifying that magic outside of their brain and and into science. And now we can start to impact a team that can impact the world in a massive way. But I want to add that over the weekend, I was thinking a lot about the idea of climbing the mountain. I think of that as, as an entrepreneur, we're trying to climb our mountain. Right. And so it occurred to me just over the weekend that I don't tell you how to climb a mountain. I don't tell you what mountain to climb. It's so important to me that you're going to climb this mountain. And if you're going to climb this mountain and whether or not I'm there, I want to help you. Yeah. So I don't want to help you if you're, you're thinking about maybe climbing a mountain, but if you're like, Hey man, I'm going to go climb Everest or (laughs) okay, cool. Well, (laughs) let's talk and let's see if we can help you get up there because the folks that I help the best and the folks that take the advice and run with it and really build their own beautiful uh, businesses and systems are the folks who are like, well, I'm going to do this no matter what, but thank goodness I met Jason. He asked me some great questions. He gave me some great advice and maybe introduced me to some folks that had done similar things in the past. Um, because it, it, the, the, the thing that I find to be separating, um, those people that are going to do well and those people who maybe won't are the people who are going to do well, had already decided long ago that they were going to be making a real effort at this thing. Right. Um, and if those are your people, I'm your Sherpa, man. Like I can, I can, I can rock that all day. I love it, dude. I, yeah. I freaking love this. Um, yeah. you got a podcast as well. I do. Spear and Clover. I, I, you, you blessed me with the opportunity to come on to speak with your, your guests and listeners. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about Spear and Clover. What's it about? And then where people can, can listen. Yeah. So Spear and Clover, um, so for starters, if you're seeing this on film, I have a, a spear and clover tattoo, which is sort of the um, the the logo for the business, but it's also like a personal symbol. Uh, and so that's a it's a Spartan spear, uh, and in the middle of it is like an infinite loop of rope. And uh, the story behind that is uh, one day I was out in the dunes here rucking, uh, as I do with my dogs once a week. They'll go on what's called solo missions, um, and I was just I was 11 miles with a 40 pound pack on and a 40 pound log on my shoulder, and I'm just head down, feet moving, military mindset, pursuing my goal. 
And then I got my two Australian shepherds and they're having the time of their life. They're running out into the woods and then they come back and check on me. Then they're running out into the woods and they come back and check on me. And it just occurred to me, Adam, in that instant that at my best, that's how I'm going through life. I'm not just laser focused on achieving some big hairy goal. I'm also taking the time to be playful and present with my family and my friends to go roll jujitsu or do kickboxing or learn new things. Um, and so because of that, uh, I try to keep that ethic in everything that I do when I can. And at its best, and I think you're at one of the folks that came on at their best, at its best, that's who I, I highlight as well. Um, and so the podcast is all about highlighting those types of entrepreneurs that are out there doing really, really big things, but are also, you know, well-balanced, um, you know, interesting, dynamic individuals. Um, and you can find that podcast, of course, on our YouTube channel, which is Spear and Clover, uh, across all at audio platforms. And then, of course, we have our social media channels as well. Folks, if you're listening to this right now, hell, you're already online. Open up another browser and go to uh, spearandclover.com. You can also follow uh, Spear and Clover and Jason on social media, and I'll have all of his links in the show notes um, below. I, I love the fact, Jason, that you're talking about you know you, you making time for yourself, like doing these hikes and stuff like that. Like for me, the gym has been, and I've turned back into a gym rat after. A long break, we'll just say, yeah. and and it was like last. Uh, I would say it was the last May, twenty twenty two, is when I I got. I was going to the gym kind of just off and on, but it wasn't until my son came home from college. Then it was less like, all right, young man's getting a little stronger. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the old man's got to keep up. So yeah. it was, and that it, but it got me back into that mindset, and I love because you're talking about doing rucks and really making time for yourself. And how important is that for entrepreneurs and particularly ones that you work with and whatnot? How important is that to make that time for yourself? I mean, it's, it's crucial. In fact, I don't think the, you know, if, if you're somebody out there listening to this and you're putting out fires every day and you're moving the needle forward and you're satisfying a client, or even if you're just an employee and you're just executing on the job, the problem with that is it's, it stays where it's at. If I'm just tactical all the time, solving those problems, if I, putting those fires out, there's no time in there for me. There's no time in there for growth professionally or personally. Um, and so every single week, I recommend that people do two things in particular when it comes to what we're talking about right now. And one of those things is what I call solo missions. And you've been alluding to them, ruck marches. I go into a float tank usually about once a month, although I've, it's been a couple months. Um just taking time with no phone, nobody else around, unless maybe a dog or a baby. Sometimes I'll take Lucy with me uh, and thinking about my relationships, thinking about things that aren't going to impact the next 30 days, right? Yeah. Thinking about my relationships, my employees, my the, the vision of where we're going, really getting an idea of like what's out on the horizon and are we still on the right path to get there? Um, and then the second thing I do, I call a collective elective suffering. Uh, shout out to Coach Robin Lalonde for giving me that one. Uh, but that's where we all get together and we do something that sucks and we go through it together. So that can be CrossFit, that can be jujitsu, that can be hot yoga, that can be a running club or a cycling club or hiking or rock climbing, uh, but it's it's people getting together with common interests and common goals and doing something that is just way harder than what they would do encounter in regular day-to-day -day life. Um, and what that does is it just inoculates you to stress. You know, if, you're, if your continuum of a good day and a bad day looks like this, and all of a sudden you start swinging a kettlebell for an hour or fighting somebody or, you know, running up hills, all of a sudden that bad day 
gets a whole, the, the, the continuum gets a whole lot bigger, which means those things that used to stop you in your tracks look like pebbles on the road. Now. I, I love that. That's, that's great advice. And and those of you that are listening, I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, you have to make time for yourself, especially you business owners out there. And I know I've got, there's a lot of you that listen, make time for yourself. That's the biggest thing I think Jason and myself are saying right now is I would say in the last year personally, there's been a, a I, I feel like a completely different person now that I, I started making time for myself. Going to the gym was one thing. I recently started doing these uh, cold dips, the the, the ice baths yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. We'll save that one for another show. That one I'm, I'm learning <laughs> that one a little bit more. But <laughs> yeah, but it's you want to talk about stress and it, it's sucking. It 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 does, but yep. it it's important. So make time for yourself. Um, I want to I want to talk a little bit more. You know, you, you think of uh, it, you helping people, and uh, there was something that I saw on your website about like dynasties, right? Yeah. And and I think dynasties. I think I'm a sports guy, so it's like you think of like you know the Packers back in the day. They created yeah. a dynasty. Um, I'm not a big Patriots fan, but they had a dynasty there for oh, yeah. for a while. The Cowboys, you know, and and I'm just using football as an analogy. You could really think about really anything in your life and businesses and whatnot. But you're helping people, business owners, create a, a dynasty, and that that part of it there is like I've never even looked at it from that perspective and. Yeah. I think that's the coolest damn thing that anybody has ever come up with. Because well, that's a big praise, man. You, Thank you know, you. No, think because I think about this, and you think about this, it's just like guys like us that we we serial entrepreneurs that that create things. I wouldn't think of like, oh, you know, it, I I would like this business to be around a hundred years from now, well after I'm gone, and I guess you could say that's kind of a dynasty, but I, I've never looked at it in that perspective. So elaborate on yeah. helping people build a dynasty. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, I went into a solo mission. I went into a float with sort of the idea of, you know, well, maybe I'll back up just a second. So uh, I sold most of my gym in 2020 right. uh, when we moved out of state and I sold um, the part of my coaching practice that I was doing with entrepreneurs to my partner uh, in November of last year of the previous year, 2021. And so I took a year off uh, and I just, I was producing a podcast. I didn't have any clients. I didn't have any employees. I didn't have anybody I was responsible to. I just spent time with my family. I rolled jujitsu. I did kickboxing and I talked to entrepreneurs like you every single day for free, just for fun. Yeah. Um, and so I went into a float when it was time to start thinking about what to build. Uh, and I said, what would I stand on a, on a rooftop and like beat my chest about? What would I fight over? And those things aren't sexy, Adam. They're like core values, setting goals, SOPs, like how to structure your business in a way where you don't have to be the one that drives the, the progress forward. But these are not sexy things. I mean, you want to talk about sexy things. It's like marketing and sales and maybe like equipment or like doing these cool things or ideas. And just frankly, those just aren't sexy things. And so I went into this float and it just occurred to me, there's one place where that's a sexy 
sexy thing, and that's in sports. Everybody understands what a dynasty is. And to some extent, we even understand why it exists. Right. Because the Patriots are a good example, or the All Blacks in New Zealand is another great example, yeah. or uh, or Manchester. These are organizations where not only do they get great coaches, and they have great players, and they have great playbooks, and lots of money for the payroll, but really, you see somebody like Randy Moss or Chad Ochocinco who's acting up, You know, maybe not the greatest player in the locker room. They go to the Patriots and you never hear about them again being that way. And it's not because they, it's not the coach. It's not the, it's because what they've done is they've incorporated their core values, their foundations. And then they have frameworks that allow you to bring in people and bring in a new fish and get them swimming in the right direction really quickly. Yeah. And so, yes, there's entrepreneurs that I, that I can introduce you to that are bright flames that maybe can put together a team like the Jaguars, right. And come take a championship here and here and now and again, and then it dissipates. But these, these legacy organizations like the Steelers or the, or the, the um, Green Bay Packers or the All Blacks, you know, the All Blacks, every player has to sweep the shed. That's like a thing for them. Yeah. And so because of that, they realize that they're on a team together. There's a strong understanding of what the core values and what the mission is. And they make sure that anybody that's in that boat is focused on the same point at the end of the horizon and they're rowing as hard as they can to get there. And so to me, like I'm, 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 I'm kind of like hackled up right now, just thinking about it, because that to me is what a dynasty organization is. And that's what our business is should be because if we're reliant on what's between our ears if we're reliant on some amazing sales guy we stumbled across or some textbook uh or some fire marketing play we bought from a guru well we may find success uh, in the short term but we're not building a a dynasty we're not building a legacy that can last and what and here's the key thing that i'm picking up right now not once did you say i'm doing this or i'm doing that it's a team effort is what he's talking about folks and i'm i that was the first i was like man building like just a dynasty like you think about that like oh i would i would love to start a dynasty you could start one you're not going to build it by yourself and if you think you are uh, hey listen you're you're in for a world of heartbreak yeah i tell you that right now cuz I think about businesses that I've run and my what I call my 50,000-foot view mm-hmm. and what I'd like to do. And I tell people, too, I don't, I don't want to know everything. I, I, I want to know what I need for that business, but I, I don't – and I'd like an understanding of how that section of the business is run. And I'm the type of person, like, I'll go work in that section so I have a better understanding of it, so I know what to look for, what needs to be done. I don't want to run that that section of the business. I don't. I, I want to find somebody. No, it's no. not that you don't want to, or you do. You it, can't. It, there's two. Yeah. Listen, if you want to run, especially if you're trying to build a dynasty, you need people in areas that you can't do yourself. You want people that are better than you uh, in things that you don't fully understand. And that's and that's it's it's not always the easiest thing finding those people. It takes, t- but it takes time. This isn't something that happens over overnight. Like let me ask you this if you were to build dynasty right now, how 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 long would it was one particular take? Would you what know, would you say? That's a good question because you know I, I think about it in, in these terms. It's like I can let's say I'm trying to get somewhere really fast. Yeah. I can get in the car and put my foot to the floor and go as hard as I can and go the direction I think that I might be supposed to head. Right. And maybe I'll get there. Right. Or I can take five extra minutes 
I can look up the directions. I can have a perfect map and I can follow that map effortlessly and definitely show up in some order of time. There are definitely people out there who lucked into having the right intuition and going and taking the right turns and getting to the right place. Good. Good for them. Yeah. The people that have the habit of really planning and executing in a real repeatable way. Listen, man, we're both military guys. This could easily have been, you know, uh, build your brigade or something, right? Like think about like how difficult it is to like, what are you going to do to beat the 82nd airborne? And when I say the 82nd airborne, I don't say led by general so-and-so. I don't say with such and such at the helm of the the, the 50 gun. I don't say with such and such master sergeant or must such and such, yeah. you know, because they're all as good as the other for the most part. Right. Right. Because, and, and why is that? It's because in the military, just like in the all blacks, you're, you're learning the, the, the way that we do things. And then you're drilling it until you couldn't mess it up ever. It's not possible for you to mess it up. And so what I would say is, you know, I have a guy that I hired, Mo, shout out to my brother, Mo, uh, who's my only employee in this business right now. And I could have fired three people in the time that we've been working together, training him and, and ramping him up and and helping him understand exactly the things that he needs to do to energize his role. But instead, I've been patient, and not that he's done anything wrong, but I've been patient. When something isn't communicated correctly, I fix the hole in the boat. I update his SOP. We talk about the changes, and then we move forward. And that guy just executes exactly what he should yeah. every single day because I've taken the time to scale my brain outside of my body into another person. That's not easy, Adam. No, It's something that, that requires <laughs> discipline and yeah. it requires a little bit of uh, empathy and it requires effort. And but finesse. I'll tell you what, man, I would call what we have right now already a dynasty because he knows exactly what he needs to do. I can be asleep and the podcast podcast gets edited the same way I would. Yeah. And he pulls the same clips I would. And he reaches out to the folks who you know attended the mastermind and thanks them for coming or whatever the things that he's doing. Um, and so I just, I don't think it takes long at all. I think you can, I think you can not build a dynasty real quick. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> you can drive your car off the cliff real quick and then you could start over and do it again. Yeah. Listen, I think, you know, we're men. And, and and women too, but we're we're grownups. We're mature, right. is I guess what I mean there. And like, if if you're finding that you're doing the same things over and over again, it's because you know the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Right. And so you know, it, you think about somebody, you know, in the water drowning, and watching somebody elegantly swim. It's easier to swim fast than it is to drown. You know, you just need to know <laughs> the right moves and do them. I love that analogy. I've never. I'm stealing that. Take I'm, it, man. I'm, Take I'm, it. I'm stealing that. Man, you've God, man, you've given so many good nuggets already. I want to ask you a question. I ask everybody this question. The show is called the Decision Hour. We make decisions every day. Name a time in your life where your feet are on the line and you have to make that decision. What is it? And explain what the atmosphere was like for you at that time. So, as I mentioned earlier, I, I was a financial analyst after college and running this gym. Uh, and a few years into that, for starters, I'm in this high rise in Chicago and I'm working on $50 million deals and $10 million deals and $20 million deals. And all I can think about is my little $9,000 a month revenue business that my little tribe that was, you know, doing well. Um, but for seven years, we weren't really profitable. We just, we were basically a, a, a jobby or a hobby, right? We right. were just keeping the lights on and making sure that the rent 
almost got paid and got paid a couple <laughs> days late and maybe a month late sometimes. Um, and my two partners who were also army veterans uh, and very, very close, uh, they came to me, they had talked offline and they were like, Hey man, it's time. We're, 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 we're men. We have women in our lives. We're ready to, one of them's moving to another state and the other one wants to start a new endeavor for himself and build his life and, and love that shout out to those guys. Um, and, and so I had to go to sleep one night and imagine waking up in a world where my tribe didn't exist. And mind you, seven years in, there's babies walking around whose parents met at our gym, right? Um, and so I just, I went to bed thinking about it and I just couldn't imagine a world where I woke up the next day and that tribe wasn't there, where I wasn't turning on the lights and watching these folks come in and work their heart, hearts out to get to become better people and right. communing with each other and, and carrying that legacy on. And so uh, I decided then to live from abundance. And what I mean by living from abundance is decide on what's important to you to achieve, regardless of what that means, what that takes, right? And then make become the man or the woman who can go out and get those resources and build those pieces and create the scaffolding that will allow you to build to that point, right? And I think um, I think that's probably the best way I can put it. I could keep going, but that's, that's probably a good way to put it. That's a... Uh... Wow. That's a pretty in-depth decision hour. Thank you for sharing that with us. I can't yeah. imagine, like, you know, and those of you that are listening, think back of a time where your feet were on the line. You had to make that decision, a tough one, where other people relied on on you. We're coming up on time, but before I let you go, I, I want to talk about something else here, Jason. <clears throat> for the listeners that are out there, and they want to get in touch with you. Again, folks, you can find Jason at uh, his website, spearandclover.com. You can also find him on uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media platforms and whatnot. Um, and again, those links will be in the show notes. So make sure you go check him out. Jason, you have a mastermind group. And if, if somebody that's listening, well, first off, let's talk about the mastermind group real quick. Uh, tell us about the mastermind group. And if, if, is that open to anybody? So if like if I got a listener here that is like, I want to do that. What what are the is there something that they need to do to to get into that? Yeah, um, you know our website at when whenever this goes live, it, it'll probably be up by then. But our website currently is uh, still in progress. They they're making some changes to it that'll include this. But um, we offer a free test drive for our mastermind. So anybody that would like to come and try and do it, I recommend that you're already have decided to climb the mountain, as I mentioned before. But if you are, um, yeah, head on over to www.spearandclover.com and check out the mastermind. Uh, there's a place there you just click and you can book a time to come in. Um, what we do in the mastermind is we basically bring together like-minded individuals um, every single Friday. But on the first and third Friday of the month, we bring in an expert guest speaker, somebody like yourself, um, who presents on something that they are a subject matter expert in, gives us a whole new wealth of knowledge. It's like a private, personal, professional podcast, right? And then we get to ask questions. Um, and then we spend 60 minutes uh, in small groups of four, masterminding and helping each other solve our problems. Um, friend of mine, Scott Ferguson, who you may or may know. Uh, yeah, I knew you would. Uh, he talks about plus equals minus, and yeah. I really buy into that. I think 
Plus, you should always have somebody that's mentoring you, somebody that's helping you, that's a little further up the path than you, trying to help you get a little further along. Equals, you got to have peers that you're masterminding with, chopping it up, being you know close with and 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 um you know vulnerable and and helping each other solve problems. And then minus, you got to reach back on the path and carry on that legacy of pulling the next man and woman forward. Um, and so we try to do that. Um, and I'll tell you what, man, we're building a digital city of bad entrepreneurs, baby. Uh, I got people in there that are. Uh, everything from holistic OBGYNs to PhDs in finance, managing money. I got lawyers, I've got doctors, I've got cannabis coaches and CrossFit gym owners. Uh, but the thing that unites all of us uh, is number one, uh, the pursuit equally of personal development, business growth and social and, and family harmony. Uh, and then number two is every single session, you're trying to help somebody solve a problem. And every single session, you're trying to help solve one of your problems. Uh, and if you just live by that, Man, you can go pretty far. Freaking love that, Jason. I appreciate you spending time with us today, man. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you have become a, a, a close friend very, very quickly, and and from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you for everything oh, that you, you do, man. Because you were, I love seeing your social media posts and and everything that you're doing out there, rucking. Sometimes, you know, with the dogs or with the baby and whatnot. It's you're setting the bar high, and and. I appreciate that. So thank you. Well, brother, I appreciate you. And if you're still listening to this, it's for one good reason. It's because you love Adam and what he's doing. So <laughs> run over to his website, like, subscribe, and share this with a friend because he's pouring his heart and soul out over here. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. Folks, that's uh, that's all the time we got today. Again, I'm going to have uh, Jason's contact information stuff in the show notes. Uh, again, check out his website, spearandclover.com. Big shout out to our parent network, Heroes Media Group. Go check out all the shows, new content. We got some new shows going up over there as well. Heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.